Hey, JD. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> you already know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, we, yeah, we started. I yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> so, why should you put your new calendar in the freezer? Why? <laughs> to start off the new year in a cool way. You actually look angry. <laughs> like that, that, that offended him. Yes. Ow. Yeah. So, guys, I promise for the rest of the year, I won't make any more bad dad jokes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Are these good, good dad jokes? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where you're going with this. Yeah. Man, they're going to be good dad jokes. Yeah. So, it's also going by the fact that it's only like couple of hours away from the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Two hours. You know. You monster. Right. <laughs> Activate Genix. Check. I'm ready. Third go. Mm. Ah. That's a little bit of a change. Oh, nice little, nice taste. It's it's decaf. Ah, thanks, Eric. Sorry, (laughs) and you're welcome. (laughs) Hey, everyone. I'm Joe. I'm Eric, and I'm James JD the third. Part of a trilogy, maybe. Threesome. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Try. Try. Yeah. Alright, what is the German version? Or Yeah, try. Try? try. Okay. Try trilogy threesome. Maybe. I'm gonna start I'm, <laughs> I'm actually I actually uh I was on my uh, my memories a couple days ago and it actually told me about a bunch of characters in a video game that I really enjoyed. We'll talk about them later. Mm-hmm. Like a little bit. But there was a there was a character named Triborg. So yes. This mm. is what I look at you as. I am Triborg. Yeah. You had Scepter, oh, Cyrax, Smoke, now you have uh-huh, Triborg. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, how was your week, JD? Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm mixing it up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, okay. I started playing a different game. Yeah? Yeah. What game? Final Fantasy. Nice. 14. Yeah. Not to be infused with... Every other one between fifteen lower. Yeah, <laughs> but I've been taking. I took a little bit of a break from New World. Yeah, uh, it, it. They really need to fix their stuff up, but yeah, it, it's a little relaxing pace and it's a friendly game. I'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, other than that, um, I have another topic. I have later on in the topics too. The other thing I did this week. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went and saw a certain movie. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Other than that, work, work, work. Yeah. So it's the same here. Yep. Lots of work. Didn't get to play many video games, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, not last week. Week before last, I got because it's been two weeks since we've actually been on the on the air. Yeah. That's true. Um, I watched uh, Matrix, the new one. Oh, how was it? I enjoyed it. I've been I've been wanting to watch that one. Me as well. Yeah. yeah. Just because I think there's a lot of Easter eggs that they haven't revealed yet. It was Tuesday whenever I watched it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it because it was on HBO Max or did you yep. actually? Okay. Yeah. Did they like answer? Is it a really good way that they continued it? Or I thought so. Okay. Yeah. Did they ever give a reasoning about what happened in the third movie at the end? Just kinda, the, kinda, kinda. Okay. Well, I, no spoilers. Yeah. But Zion's no longer there. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Now I need just to, watch to intrigue it. you. Yes. Oh, okay. Now I need to watch it. Hmm. Yeah. Even the director and the the ca- the company of everything that had to do. Nobody gave you an actual good reading on what happened in the third movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> All I remember was at the beginning, he was stuck in a train station. 
It's been a long time. Yeah. The only thing I remember is he was blind or couldn't see, and then all of a sudden he saw everything, but it was in a robotic kind of viewing, and I'm like, (laughs) what is going on? Who who took acid? Yeah, right? Right. (laughs) Like this red and blue, like, you know, aspirin. No, these things were hallucinogenics. (laughs) (laughs) I, I really think you all will enjoy aspects of it okay yeah nice. i, I yeah. definitely need to watch that do, do you take the red pill or the blue pill you'll find out i took both uh, i was <laughs> asking joe if he took, which one he took that's what i was saying oh, okay. <laughs> i took the red pill <laughs> i took both and i see colors <laughs> i smell colors <laughs> I didn't take either. I just took Flintstone vitamins. Then I got I'm the same effect. <laughs> yeah. Yabba dabba do. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yabba dabba. Yabba dabba Zion. Yabba Whoa. <laughs> Eric, how was your week? Oh, God. Here it comes. Uh, I don't know, Joe. Do you want to answer for no, me? No. Because no, I was no, kind of unconscious your, for like the yeah. first couple of days. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that was two weeks ago. Yeah, so yeah. I'm so lost with time. <laughs> I didn't really get to enjoy Christmas yeah, um, or anything like that Christmas Eve because I was so lost uh, in my days. Like, everything kind of ran together. Uh, but I have just recently got released from the hospital mm-hmm. uh, because I had... I don't know if it was one massive one or what. It was, it was about four or five, maybe six, like, micro-strokes in my head and um yeah it kind of kind of put me on the shelf for a little bit and there was a lot of um you know the sedated me and everything like that which put me into a lucid dreaming state which that's a podcast in itself right I'm talking oh, about all of the dreams that i had <laughs> um or really make a really messed up matrix you know fifth movie <laughs> but, um, but yeah no it was a. Uh, I had a lot of people come see me and everything like that once I was able to kind of get my reality on or, you know, grasp on reality again. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of uh, been taking it easy and trying to heal. He's not sure if he's really actually here. I'm really not. <laughs> so there's a possibility that I took the orange pill. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. That was the pill in the pocket. <laughs> right? That's the one that's way overdated. <laughs> well, I, for one, am glad you're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I'm really going to try, because um, the way it kind of worked out was the last podcast when we were on air. Yeah. Like, we were finishing it up, and I went home, and then that's when kind of things went south. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, I know that my support... You know, system and team around me and everything are some of the best people in the world. So, yeah. JD and Joe being two of those strong pillars. So, and of course, you know, my girlfriend, your wife, you know, just everybody. To clarify that. To clarify that. (laughs) You like I did that? (laughs) His girlfriend is not my wife. (laughs) Spoiling. Two separate people. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, it's really awesome to be back. I'm really glad to be here with you all, and I couldn't see uh, see being anywhere else. And that kind of explains why we didn't have a full episode last week. However, I hope you all did enjoy the majority of our ads. A trip down our ad lane. Yes. <laughs> Very true. So what's in the news? Um, I don't know exactly, but uh, we oh. do have... I, I'll go ahead and say my Spider-Man review. Yeah. Um, I went and watched uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, and to not spoil the ever-living crap out of it, uh, it's a very good, very good. Um, it resolves a lot of things, including stuff from the old movies. Really? Because if you watch the trailers, um, this I can kind of say since that's not spoilers per se, because thanks Hollywood for putting it in the trailer. Um, 
all the old villains from the old movies. Yeah. Because of multiverse shenanigans. Right. So we had in the trailer Doc Ock from Spider Man Two, um, Green Goblin from Spider Man One, uh, from the Sam Raimi's. Yes. Um, Sandman from the Sam Raimi movies. Okay. Uh, Elect- Electro from the Garfield movies, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. From his, is it Amazing Spider Man Two? If I remember. Yep. And then in, in his first movie, they had Lizard oh. in there. So, and. All the actors do reprise their characters. Nice. So, it's definitely good. Um, I don't want to spoil too much more of it because the other two people in our group here, or the other two people in the group here, have not seen it. So, question. Yes. What Spider-Man, man, Spider-Man movies should I watch before watching this one? All of them. All of them? All of them. Any other movies? Uh, well... Doctor Strange would be a good one, because he's in the movie as well. Okay. Um, I would say, I mean, if you, you've been keeping track of the MCU enough, uh, I could technically say Loki. So all of the Basically, Marvel yeah. franchise? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but again, the ones that are like definitive, you must watch. Would be at least all the Spider-Man movies, um, and the Avengers. Gotcha. Okay. Just yeah. to kind of get an idea of Holland's mindset mm. through most of it, because again, he is dealing with what happened in Endgame and all that, and he's dealing with the backlash of that and the backlash of a second movie. Gotcha. So, uh, which again, if you watch a second or Far From Home, watch the post credits. I don't know why, if you haven't watched the post-credits in a Marvel movie... Uh, right. <laughs> they have them. <laughs> uh, that leads into this movie. So, oh. Okay. Uh, and also, there are two post-credits in this movie. Um, there's one that involves the stuff that happens later, you know, trying to build up for the next movie. And at the end of the trailers, they have a... Or at the end of the credits, there's a trailer for Doctor Strange. Oh, which is the second post credits. So you could watch that there. It's on YouTube now, I think. You can watch the official trailer there. Okay. But, but very much worth it. I yeah. highly recommend it. It's probably yeah. the... Everybody that I've talked to said it's probably top three of mm-hmm. all time. So Wow. I agree with them there. It's probably the one of the best Spider-Man movies. <laughs> no, I mean, like, somebody was telling me, like, overall, just all MCU movies combined. Because... Mm-hmm. Um, a buddy of mine was saying that MCU's really dropped the ball with certain characters, i.e., um, like Shang Chi, they dropped the ball. Uh, Black Widow, they've dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, the TV series, as far as like Falcon and Winter Soldier, dropped the ball. Loki, people were really upset with that. Yeah, yeah. So this was kind of a. A lot of people didn't give it a lot of credit, but when they watched it, that's when it became top three. Like. It was just really well done. This was probably their best in this phase. Okay. For sure. This was like... You can't really do wrong with Spider-Man, usually. I give them that. Uh, but the way they set this up and built it up... A lot of people were kind of scared of the hype of it. Because, again, it was... It's a weird setup. A lot of people were not expecting them to go full-on crossover with the same... With multiple... Technically, it's multiple franchises at this mm-hmm. point. But they did a good job with their uh, Sony Marvel team-up for this. I give them that. Because, again, Sony has the rights to Spider-Man, too, still. But they worked together and came up with this really big mega crossover that's kind of just a huge homage to, like, all the other Spider-Man movies before it. Hmm. So, and like I said, it resolves a lot and builds up Holland's character at the same time. Nice. So, highly recommend. The only villain that I kind of wished I would have been spoiled about and known about is the fact that in this movie that Bonesaw would have made a uh, an appearance, but I doubt it because Macho Man is no longer with us, so right. yeah. I don't think Bonesaw has three minutes of playtime anymore. So He was not ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> But before we move forward, guys, this episode was brought to you by Audible. With more than 400,000 audiobooks, there's always something to listen to. 
While working through my heavy end-of-the-year workload, I like to listen to a good book to help pass the time. These past couple weeks, I've been listening to The Dune Saga by Frank Herbert. Ooh. Yes. Very good. They've been narrated by Scott Brick, Simon Vance, Byron Jennings, and many more voice actors. They even added to, like sound effects and music for a further depth to this to it. Uh, Audible has a great selection of podcasts, theatrical performances, A-list comedy, audiobooks, and Audible originals you won't find anywhere else. So start your 30-day trial and get your first audiobook for free by going to audibletrials.com slash GenX. Thanks, Thanks, Audible. Audible. So, So, yes, we actually, uh, since we are all very, very big fans of video games Mm -hmm. on this podcast, and hopefully all of our listeners out there, if you're not fans of video games, hopefully we've turned you on to a couple of video games here and there. But Japan showed uh, results for the country's top 100 games of all time. Ooh. That is a extremely, like, I, I, I feel bad for the person that had to <laughs> make 100 games. Right. Like, the top 100 games of all time. Because so many different games for so many different, you know, people that like different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since the poll had such a huge sample, the TV... Um, Ashahi? I think so. Results are probably a fairly accurate barometer of people's current gaming taste uh, in the country. Mm-hmm. So, some of the games on there, uh, especially the top ten, um, I guess everybody here would be in agreement that um, Legend of Zelda Breath of Wild was number one. I agree with them on that. Yeah. It was actually... Probably one of my favorite Switch games, probably. Uh, right. One of the better Zelda games, for sure. But like, the uh, the open-worldness of it and everything like that. Like, mm-hmm. it just, you know. But everybody's, if you're a fan of games, you've at least tried, or, you know, blown off the cartridge or done whatever and pushed it kind of into any kind of system. Mm-hmm. But it had Zelda on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Link. So, that being said, that was one. Uh, the Dragon Quest series actually had a couple of them in there. I kind of understand that, because Dragon Quest is, like, one of the big franchises in Japan. Like, it's kind of almost grown in, like, as a home, like, tradition for some people when a new one comes out over there. Right. Hmm. Uh, I mean, for one, like, one of the biggest, like, comic book art, like, comic book or manga artists and people of the time, Akira Toriyama which is also known for the Dragon Ball series. Oh, okay. He does yeah. the artwork for the game. And oh, wow. He's done it all the way since the old first game. Yeah. So it kind of has its own thing. Their stories always are kind of like a little bit more lighthearted than like Final Fantasy, for example, and some of the other big RPGs. Uh, and it's always been kind of the same old, same style, of like the hero saves the kingdom type thing. Right. So... They never really strayed too much farther from the medieval style. They like even the translation for that one for us. They kind of go in old English, right? So neat. But yeah, some of the other ones kind of to to round out. Of course, like you said, Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. We knew that was going to be right. Pretty, and of course, it was seven. It. Right. <laughs> um, a lot of the Pokemon games were actually dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> just as far as like fighting games because I think that's what people consider fighting games now is the fact that Super Smash like we're we're kind of like in the list when me and you were looking over it and everything like that I saw games like Metal Gear or I saw games like Resident Evil mm-hmm. you know and stuff like that there wasn't a lot of fighting games in it but Super Smash Brothers I actually do consider one of the one of the biggest it was the only yeah. fighting game that I actually saw where a lot of childhood <laughs> you know, characters where I was like, they'll never fight each other, and Goofy's uppercutting the hell out of somebody or something. I'm like, <laughs> uh, okay, I mean, I see it. it's one of the games where you can see Sora from Kingdom Hearts beat the crap out of Mario. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, and I think just recently they put, like, they've added Sephiroth beating the shit out of Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> 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 so. 
there's so much in that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but a couple of others that were in there, Chrono Trigger. Yes. That stood the test of time. Like, that, yes. that game's been around mm-hmm. for a long time. And then, of course, one that was shocking to me, number 10, Super Mario Brothers 3. Can't go wrong with that. I know, right? <laughs> First time I ever got, like, a raccoon tail attached to my ass. And was able to kind of move and stuff. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> This is so much cooler than the first game. He was just a plumber in the first game. Now I can throw all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I can fly now. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to, uh, if you want to check out that full list of a hundred, uh, we have it in our source material, correct? Yes. On the full, like, check out the full list and let us know what you all think. Like, what was one of the um, the games that kind of surprised you? I think the one that I said earlier was Gran Turismo 4. Yeah. Out of a list of 100 games, that was definitely the one that surprised me. That kind of catches me off guard, too. I yeah. didn't really expect the big car sim to actually hit that list. Right. Right. Especially Japan. I mean, not saying that in a bad way. I'm so used to them being like the platformers, the NES-style games, and the RPGs. I wasn't expecting them to be a big fan of a car sim game. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, the entire list. I would definitely say that if there was ever a challenge prompt, I think the person I would challenge in Super Smash Brothers would definitely be Alexis. Well, maybe Bezos? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bezos. It must happen. <laughs> <laughs> Bezos, please fix this. <laughs> right. <laughs> so... Alexa did a bad thing with a challenge prompt. Oh, no. (laughs) Amazon's Alexa told a child to touch a penny to the exposed prongs of a phone charger plugged into the wall. Oops. That's just just childing 101. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So this was according to a parent who posted screenshots of... Uh, their Alexa activity history showing the interaction, too. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> the device seemingly pulled the idea from the challenge from an article describing it as dangerous, citing news reports about an alleged challenge trending on TikTok. Because it's always TikTok. Yeah, of course, TikTok. <laughs> In a statement to the BBC, Amazon confirmed Alexa's behavior, saying, As soon as we became aware of this error, we took swift action to fix it. Uh, Livedall? I think so. Tweeted (laughs) yesterday that asking for a challenge was no longer working. Mm -hmm, mm Yeah. Uh, Apparently, Google has had some similar issues. (laughs) Yeah. Giving bad information for emergency advice that it pulled from the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Google gave results for uh, orthostatic hypotension uh, when searching for orthostatic hypertension. There, There's a difference yeah. there, people. Yeah. <laughs> and another who posted a screenshot of Google displaying terrible advice for consoling someone who's grieving. Just for an example. Mm. I would hope yeah. that people would understand. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, guys, this this might be the reason why we don't, you know, believe everything you see on the Internet. But but it's on the Internet. It is on the Internet. But that, that doesn't mean it's, it's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there something else that happened here recently? Like, mm. uh, I don't know. What, what have we been doing lately? Oh, yeah. So much hacking. Oh, God. <laughs> so T-Mobile cyber attack reportedly exposed customers' info and sims. Yeah. So T-Mobile has suffered another cyber attack. Another cyber attack. Yeah. <laughs> After being rocked by a massive data breach in August. I think we talked about we, one we of did. these. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, this time around, attackers accessed a small number, a small number of customers' accounts, according to documents posted by the T-Mobile report or T-Mo report. Yeah, the T-Mo. T-Mo <laughs> report. Okay. Uh, I'd, I'd hack them just because of that. Right. <laughs> according to the report, customers either fell victim to a SIM swapping attack, which could allow someone to bypass SMS-powered two-factor authentication. Right? Yeah. Hope your Google's safe. 
Um, and had personal plan information exposed, or both. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> right. Documents shows that the uh, customer's pri- proprietary network information that was viewed uh, could have included customer's billing account name, phone number, and account number. And info about their plan, including how many lines were attached to their account. Those people were wondering probably how many, how they got so much spam calls. Right. <laughs> <laughs> in, in the August hack, the carrier confirmed that Breach exposed almost 50 million customers' data with the attacker accessing social security numbers, names, and dates of birth. <laughs> Glad I'm not T-Mobile. <laughs> right. Uh, Eric, what's your through? <laughs> AT&T <laughs> <laughs> The information reportedly exposed in December's breach is less sensitive and the documents say the customers who had their sims swapped uh, have regained access and this is likely not a lar- as large in scope. I don't know about that. Right. Personally, I I, I just don't know. <laughs> right. I mean, just mm. I don't know. <laughs> it's again. It's what I've said before. It's just kind of ridiculous how bad it's getting. Right. Uh, another thing I actually recently read is that pe- that some people are starting to get around uh, the uh, two. Th- you know, like the two-factor authentications for some people's accounts. Next, uh, it's gotta be three-factor. Oh, right. I don't want to type another thing up. <laughs> <laughs> then they're gonna need a blood sample. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's getting bad. I know that, like, one thing I will also give a recommendation of not to do, don't, like, save your passwords into, like, Google and all that stuff. Yeah, that's Uh, a bad idea. Yeah, because I know, like, if you make an account on something, Google will try to give you, like, a recommended password. It will. Uh, And they'll try to save that password for you. Yeah. Because it's long as hell. Well, it's... Usually a mixture of symbols and all that stuff, yeah. too. So I mean, There's I, no I, way to remember. No. No. Unless you take a picture of it. <laughs> and then your phone gets hacked. Yep. <laughs> so you lose-lose situation. Um, but no, I mean, just pay attention. Keep track of things. I recommend another website for your email information, like to make sure your email is okay. Yeah. Um, have I been pwned? Dot com. Yes, you've uh, talked about that one before. Yes, yeah. I'll still throw that out there. He's that guy who owns that thing is on the dot trying oh, to really? get information. I think this week he found like another big breach and input it in there. So wow. double check it. Uh, but I can tell you another thing we're keeping track of with this uh, every freaking week: uh, Musk. Musk <laughs> in uh, the news again. Hi. Yes. Uh, Last week on the episode, it was Musk. <laughs> this this week, week on the episode, Musk. Musk. Yes, it's Musk CTV. <laughs> we must see more. Uh, so SpaceX Starlink satellites almost collided with the Chinese space station. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> so China filed a complaint this month with the UN, arguing that it had to conduct evasive maneuvers of its space station to avoid potential collisions with two SpaceX. Internet beaming Starlink satellites. Um, so the country is requesting that the UN Secretary General remind countries of their obligations under international space law, though China did not specify exactly what actions it wants to be taken. It just wants to make sure, make sure you make sh- <laughs> So, okay, that brings up a new uh, question for me. Yes. They're reminding countries of their obligations. Yeah. Starlink and SpaceX isn't a country. It's a privately it's, owned it's company. It's technically the controller of NASA right now. Well. You know, they're basically... Star, or SpaceX technically is NASA. Yeah, but point. it's not uh, federally funded. Not really, no. No, so it is a Well, no, they are getting funding now. Are they? Yes, they are getting funding now. They won the funding Mm. for the landers and stuff like that. Gotcha. Their hopeful planned Mars expedition. But uh, in the complaint, which was dated December 6th, China details two instances 
one in July 1st, so farther back, and October 21st, not so farther back, when the nation had to maneuver their core module of the space station called uh, Tianhe, I think is what it is. Tianhe? It sounds like that. Uh, out of the way of two separate Starlink satellites, the three Chinese astronauts currently living on Tianhe had just arrived to the space station several days before the October maneuver. Uh, Starlink is SpaceX's ambitious Internet from Space initiative that we've talked about before. Uh, they're planning on launching about 12,000 satellites into low Earth orbit in order to beam broadband Internet coverage to the ground below. So far, the company has launched about uh, 1,900 satellites. <laughs> uh, with nearly 1,800 in orbit right now, like 100% in orbit. So you, you, you head outside to uh, gaze at the stars. No, you're not seeing stars. No. No. It, it's just it's satellites beaming satellites. the internet into yeah. your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, SpaceX claims that its Starlink satellites have their own autonomous collision avoidance software, which allows them to move out of the way of their own if the satellite suspects, suspects that they may come close to another vehicle or piece of debris. Uh, China says that during this uh, avoidance maneuvers um, that the satellites did change their altitudes um, but they were unsure and it was protocol based Mm. with that. Uh, They said that the second Starlink satellite caused trouble with continuously maneuvering making it hard to know which way it was going. So (laughs) so it was playing a game of uh, they were basically in space playing a game of are you going to the left? Are you going to the right? Yeah. (laughs) Let's dance. (laughs) Uh, as precaution, China opted to do the maneuvers to avoid these collisions, though, still at the same time. Which makes sense. Yeah. I mean, protocol's protocol. Um, but this isn't the first time that a space station had to maneuver out of the way of space debris. Uh, in 2007, uh, China destroyed one of its satellites during an ASAT test, uh, creating thousands of pieces of debris. Many of those pieces are still in orbit today. <laughs> And our good old ISS has periodically had to move out of the way to avoid these leftovers over the last decade. Now with its own space station in orbit, China is getting a taste of what the experience is like, in my opinion. <laughs> Gosh. China seems to be having a lot of problems. <laughs> uh, China, just about everybody. The world. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> But uh, I can tell you, I mean, multiple worlds are having issues, it seems like, including fantasy worlds. And maybe Final Fantasy. Ah, <laughs> no. Guys! <laughs> New Year's coming up and still bad puns. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. So, about this new Final Fantasy, what's going on? So, uh, not so new, but MMO Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, their new expansion, it, it's doing really well, mm-hmm. but almost too well. Uh, they had to, so the game just released a new expansion called Inwalker. Um, uh, just came out about two weeks ago, I think. And it is a huge success, but not without some issues. So many people are attempting to play this game right now that it's creating massive server bottlenecking. Oh, um, we had talked about it earlier, and you have to wait, what, two hours? Yes. So, yeah. yes, I wow. started playing the game myself. I had an old account, um, and I booted it back up just to kind of start playing it, because, again, it's a good story. It's probably one of the better Final Fantasy stories if you play through it. You can kind of play through the game by yourself with the story mode, with a couple of occasions where they group you up with people to do, like, the story bosses, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Um so while Square Enix is trying to figure out technical solutions to this, they're trying they are doing something rather unprecedented. They are ceasing sales of the game altogether and even pulling marketing from it. Wow. Uh lest that encourage people to buy copies they cannot support with this current server situation. They actually uh, their most recent announcement is as quoted, players are currently exp- experiencing extremely long wait times due to the dense concentration of play hours, which far exceed our server capacity especially during the peak times. So we have decided to temporarily suspend the sale and delivery of Final Fantasy XIV, uh, the whole base game, the complete edition, the starter edition, and additionally, 
Although those with active subscriptions are prioritized to log in, free trial players are unable to log in outside of late night and early morning hours. So their free trial, when this gets fully fixed up, I highly recommend. Because you can play the base game and the first expansion and level up oh. basically all the way up to 60. And there's only 90 levels in the game. Right. Yeah. So Neat. you can basically play a good portion of the game and then that first expansion is considered one of the best, like... Yeah. written stories they've made. Um, additionally, although... Uh, let me find... And so we will also temporarily suspend new registrations for the free trial. We will also be suspending all new advertisements. However, it will not be possible to suspend all these advertising due to the nature of how they were set up. We appreciate your patience and understanding regarding that matter. <laughs> uh, since July 2021, in order to accommodate the significant increase in the number of new players, we have been working towards building a new logical data center, which is their big server base. Yeah. And adding new worlds into that area. However, due to the effects of COVID, uh, we have not been able to make any additions due to the suspension of semiconductor production and manufacturing factories areas. Decrease in production quantities as well as a shortage of raw materials. Although we are investing much more money than usual, our attempts to alleviate the ongoing congestion situation are being delayed due to that shortage of server equipment. Because again, there's a chip shortage. There's a conductor shortage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everybody's feeling that, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, Samsung just recently changed one of its factories, too. I heard that. Yeah. To try to push out more. Um, I'm hoping that they can fix this up. Right. Uh, I will say, just from playing through lately with it, it is probably one of the nicest communities. Really? Um, so, I just started playing and ran into a, uh, player, like a person that owns a guild. They typed up a thing. They didn't do copy-paste and sat there and was like, hey, uh, uh, would you like to join a guild? We'll give you some experience and all that stuff. Uh, boosters and, you know, I, I'm, it, it, they, you know, I joined the guild. They gave me some, they gave me some free little pets. They also gave me some, like, they gave me, like, 50,000 gold, which is pretty ridiculous, in my opinion. Like, it was nice of them and all that. I wasn't expecting that. And they asked, like, if you need any help, just let us know and all that stuff. And every group I've been in since, too, has been like, hey, if you need help, just let us know. Type thing. So I've just it's been constant kindness from it, which you don't really ever see that in a lot of games, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but they also Square themselves have issued like compensation of free game time to subscribers to help with the heavy traffic issue. So you know people that have to wait and all that, they've kind of cut the subscription cost right for the next. Sounds like the next month at least. Oh. So they're they're really kind on that end, but no, I actually have a uh, friend. You all know him. Um, he used to do some whenever we were doing the YouTube channel. He used to do some let's plays. Yeah, of course. Uh, he met his wife through Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh wow! Yeah, again, like I said, years and years ago. But it's yeah. it's an interesting community. Yeah, uh, it's pretty live out there i mean they're really nice people not like uh wow yeah <laughs> Ooh. oh that hurt <laughs> <laughs> mostly there's a lot of games out there where it doesn't even have to really specify open world or not but when you have servers that come on live for games and everything like that it takes not a long time for them to sit there and actually start you know breaking rules making everybody else mad, and then you immediately ruin it for everybody else. Right. Mm -hmm. And I just, I don't know. That's I don't think that's why I'm a huge fan of online gaming, but, you know, because I, I have rage quit a couple of games, mm -hmm. not going to lie, but, you know, it is cool to hear, like you say, like with Final Fantasy, we all grew up around that, that franchise, mm -hmm. that title and stuff, so it's really cool to see, like, see that people are still good people, mm -hmm. you know, and just wanting to play the game. Yep. The, and again, like I said, when you start a character in that game, you get a little icon next to your name, like your name, that kind of shows that you're new. So it also gives people more incentive, like, more notice to be like, 
okay, this person that just joined our group, he's new. Let's mm-hmm. make sure he knows how to understand this and help him out. Maybe help them push through. Because, again, this is one of those games where there's a tank and a healer, too, in it. So it kind of gives another incentive of, like, okay, this is this guy's first time. Let's not try to sit there and say, oh, what are you doing, type thing. <laughs> yeah, and while they just bash your brains in. Pretty much, yeah. 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 Every other game, if you come in yeah. and you got that nice little asterisk <laughs> next, to your, uh, next to your character that's like, I'm a newbie. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to like yourself. <laughs> they follow you around until you're to the level where you can be picked on. And then they destroy you. No, they don't do that. They just take you out in the uh, lower hubs. Uh, yeah. If you're in a world PvP server, they yeah. g- they g- the terminology, they gank you. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but. And guys, that's uh, all for the news right now. We'll be right back mm-hmm. after this short message. Yay. <laughs> Need a trip to get away from it all? Away from all the sounds and craziness of that urban life? Come to Camp Morningwood. <laughs> we got another one. Wait, hey, wait, I don't restrain, what? Good, good, good. Camp Morningwood has some of the greatest and cooperative activities for the family. Some of our activities include canoeing, trust falls, meditation, sack races, awesome, arts and crafts, collective chanting, tug-of-war, and much, much more fun. Our compact campsites have some of the finest accommodations to help in getting you closer to your fellow campers. We provide an allotment of many commodities, such as three meals a day and all the Kool-Aid you can handle. Come quietly to Camp Morningwood, where you'll always wake up with a smile on your face. And we're back. Yes. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) It continues. It does. (laughs) So, yeah. So, with it being officially... Are we we good to say that? Officially? Officially. Yeah. Officially. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the clock says. Yeah. The new dumpster fire that's going to hopefully not take place. (laughs) Right. But uh, but yeah, it's, it's the new year. It is the new year, twenty twenty two. Woo! You were the only one that said that. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, right? Uh, yeah. I, all right. Hopeful <laughs> optimism. Uh, oh wait, wait, wait! I meant to do. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we uh we have these uh, discussion topics, guys. This time around, with it being the new year. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what are some of the ones that, uh, besides that, because that never gets old, <laughs> what are some of your guys' favorites? Like, from discussion topics from so, past. My absolute favorite, and I know you hate it, Eric, is the discussion. And besides the part that pissed you off, yes. still, even if that wasn't part of it, <laughs> my favorite discussion was Pirates versus Ninjas. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Third. So I have a couple, or I have about three. Um, one is one that you you were talking about, but I will let you say that one. Okay. Um, but I have to bring you back the memory just because he's been in every damn episode that we've been in. Oh, God. Uh, was the first time we talked about good old Musk. Which was episode 13, I think. He's a must-have. Yeah, we must include, apparently. Yeah. Uh, I think he was on, like, one episode. One. At first. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, episode, episode, episode. Yeah. He decided to go on a roll. <laughs> like, yeah, it got very musky in the office as yes. we were talking about it, yeah. yeah. I, I try to include all the unique news in entertainment. In our stuff, and it just so happens, unfortunately, I try. Right. <laughs> he has to be in the one of the more interesting topic of the week. <laughs> and it's just like, you jerk. <laughs> well, we had talked about this earlier. Like, a lot of highly profitable people out there. Mm-hmm. You know, Musk. Um, who is it? Pe- uh, Bezos? Bezos. Yeah. Be- yeah. Bezos. I like that name better. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> but besides Musk, who else were you talking about? Uh, well, the other topic was a discussion, actually. And it okay. was talking about, like, I, it's been a while, but I remember it was about, like, something that we used to have that, you know, it was just, like, talking about like some of our old things that we used to play with like oh toy. yeah that was good and one. it yeah. brought up the scary creepy doll <laughs> <laughs> and how we were slowly planning to buy a mcdonald a ronald mcdonald doll right <laughs> for <Yeah>. matt <laughs> which is being sent to you right now by amazon by the way matt have mm. fun with that <laughs> courtesy of bezos <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, and one of my best topics I think we had, and it wasn't a discussion topic, it was just news article after news article, was robots in fast food. Yeah. <laughs> and how we slowly incorporated our own little fast food restaurant with robots. Right. <laughs> how I can't wait for my opportunity to sit there. Like, they want to improve accuracy with robots and everything. I'm just going to be that guy that goes in and be like, no, it's wrong. I didn't right. that. I didn't want that. No, you got my order wrong. And then they sit, they sit there and like come back and be like, "Why is he accurate? Like, why is it like only forty percent effective?" Right. I mean, like, you're welcome. Or you could just do the age old thing to break a robot and destroy an entire restaurant of this type of magnitude. Go up to the front thing. Uh, the first, this thing, I, this statement I'm saying is true. The last statement I said is false. Right. And just walk out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So what about you, Eric? Mine would definitely have to be, uh, me and JD had talked about it, um, would definitely have to be our trip to Scarefest. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was fantastic. Right, where our Gen X podcast shirts were actually being talked about. Yeah. Every single time we stopped past a booth, Mm -hmm. uh, met a lot of celebrities. Yes. Um, and it was just very down to earth. Yeah, they talked to us like we were human beings and not just a fan. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just a way to make money. Yeah, yeah. And how some of them just kind of just came up to us and just right, right, wondered what we were about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course that night coming back from Scarefest after yes. enjoying it all day, we came back and did you know did our episode and it was the Snyder Cut. Yes. So yeah. Yep. Yep. That was a good one. Yeah. We also we also went Facebook Live that day too. Yes, we did. We did the news topics through Facebook Live on the drive down. Yeah, that is true. Mm Hmm. Yeah, that was a pretty neat experience. I had fun with that one. Uh, It was also the first day we tried out the new mics. It was a little bit of a yeah. It was a little bit of a hiccup. Right. But we got it working. <laughs> right. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> My all-time thing that I have enjoyed out of these episodes is our ads. By far, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. have to agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't wait for people to hear that one. <laughs> We're going to get some of these dirty looks. Right. <laughs> From the Cuddle Nut to Camp Morningwood. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just continuously keeps getting to Peter Boners. Yeah. yeah. The crowbar. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm getting tired. I think I'm going to go take a nap in, uh, in the good old... Comfort uh, retreat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the asi- I mean, retreat. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. But definitely a lot of good memories. And we're not speaking like this is by far anywhere near being over. Right. (laughs) We are going to be here bugging you for years. Yeah, right? Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Whether you like it or not. Whether anyone listens or not. (laughs) We will always be here talking to your ear hole. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because we have fun. (laughs) As long as we're having fun, this is going. This is going to keep going. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every Friday. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> <laughs> I 
just wish that I had a little bit more strength than me, but like we had talked about earlier, like yeah, it's it's a it's definitely a thing that I did not want to miss because right. hashtag podcast or die. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the more strength that I gain and stuff, like you know, the better stuff that we'll be able to talk about. And we just want to bring the news to you, kind of put our our twist on it, you know, because it is kind of you know our envisionment of what happens in right. the news. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily it. a twist; it's just our take on it all. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Try to bring something, you know, we discuss something that's entertaining or just interesting. That we can poke fun at. Yeah. yeah. And nothing that gets a little, nothing too hot, yeah. I guess you could say, <laughs> use the word. <laughs> Try to stay away from the super hot topics. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get the mind off it. So a question for you guys. Uh-huh. What was your favorite ad? Ooh. Ooh. Right. (laughs) I have to say mine was knockout. I might have. I think because you just knocked yourself out almost twice on that ad. (laughs) Legitimately is why you like it. I put a lot of work into that ad. (laughs) Whether it was the logo or actually performing the ad. (laughs) You you put your all into that. Yes. (laughs) Uh... I'm having to look through all the ads again just to remember which one just popped right. in name wise. Uh, personally, I had a mixture of either like our uh, both of our energy drinks. We had two energy drinks. We did. Yes. We yes. did. Um, Knockout was one good one. Yes, like I really like that one. Uh, personally, the one that we did more recently, the podcast, the three. That was a good one, yes. Yeah. We're probably going to have a couple of more movie-related jokes down the road, maybe, because that was kind of fun to do. (laughs) And if you all have any suggestions, feel free to drop a comment. Yes, please. Anything. Because it's fun to do these. Yeah. Just throwing a suggestion is just like, hey, that'll be fun to try. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Throw more fuel on our fire. Give us ideas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, definitely my my We're, one of my favorite ads to answer your question. Yeah, uh, would definitely be the comfort retreat. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, we had a lot of fun in twenty one. Yeah, uh, one of the things that we found out about tonight that wasn't too fun for us in twenty one. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. On December thirty first, twenty twenty one. Good old Betty White passed away. Yeah. Yep. She was so close to the triple digits. Yep. The twenty twenty one had to sit there and look at us and go, Yeah, we're not done, fuckers. They yeah, had to, kind of throw that at us, but they had to kick us in the ass on the way out and slam the door. Yeah. Yeah. But we're still gonna continue. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know. That's the one thing about us is the fact that we look at the the new horizon and we sit there and go, well, how can we screw that shit up? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as always, everybody, like, comment, and follow our Facebook and Instagram, Republic of the Geek. If you like this podcast, support us through Gen X Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Gen X podcast and anchor.fm slash Gen X. Every little bit helps. Thanks for a great year, everyone. Yes. Happy New Year.